0: Spoiler Whoa! Spoiler alert, this episode is not going to be a happy, funny, go-lucky one. It's going to be on a topic that is kind of taboo, perhaps, and also personally affecting me and has really been ruining, <laughs> from my perspective, ruining my fucking life for months and months and months. Okay, let's dive into it. The big elephant in the room. Sometimes it's red. Sometimes it's black. Sometimes it has a white head. It's fucking adult acne. Okay, let's talk about that bitch. The insidious little cunt that comes and goes and for some of us, never leaves. Wow. That's how much I fucking hate acne. I have so many voice notes in my phone of me crying over my adult acne. I could put an entire compilation together and... (laughs) It would be pretty miserable and I don't think anybody would actually want to listen to it. But let me tell you, fighting adult acne absolutely sucks. And whether or not you have it, I hope that you can listen to this episode with compassion, understanding, or at least finding some community. Okay, that's my goal. I'm not going to give you the whole backstory of my acne because that's a snooze fest. We all know it starts in high school. Sometimes it lingers around. It comes and it goes. It's hormonal a few times a month, a few times a year, a few times a season. You travel. Here it is. There it's gone. Whatever. We all face it. We all get little pimples here and there. Okay. The problem with the adult acne is there's so many fucking problems with adult acne. Let's just start with let's just start with the internal problems because there's internal and external. Let's start with the internal problems from my perspective that I've faced with my adult acne. Internal number 1 confidence. Duh. Like no one's going to be like, "Hmm, I wonder what that is." Confidence, 100%. And it's less about the perceived judgment of others and more about the internal perceived judgment of yourself, feeling like you are ugly because of your acne. And then there's the external thought of others are perceiving me as ugly because of my acne. And then those two things together make you say, I am ugly because of my acne. And that is just so fucked up. And it doesn't matter how confident you are, how fucking top bitch, how alpha you are, you can still feel this way about yourself. You can still wake up on days where you are having a bad skin day and say, "I am ugly." And that fucking hurts. That hurts really bad. And I know that feeling all too well. And so if today you looked at your face and you said, "I'm ugly," bitch, I probably might have said the same thing, and you are absolutely 100% not alone. And if today you took pictures of your skin in different kinds of lighting to like judge and look and see how it looked and and seeing if, if others could notice your your foundation or your concealer or, or whatever. You are absolutely not alone because the other internal battle that I face with acne, and I know a lot of other people's face as well, is the mental exhaustion of the hyperfixation on the acne. So, like, number one for me is the crushing of the confidence. Okay. So, like, that's number one. And then the crushing of the confidence leads into the hyper fixation of being hyper aware of the acne. And that is so energetically draining and absolutely exhausting. Like, I can't tell you how many days where I'm like, I have a lot of shit that I need to get done. And I literally can't stop going to the mirror and just looking at my skin and being like, is it improving? Is it, does it look better? And like taking pictures in different lighting and like seeing if it's looking okay. Or being hyper-conscious about when I go to fucking record a video for Instagram, being like, okay, where in my house am I going to stand so that you don't – I don't get such good lighting that you can, like, see the acne, but I don't have such bad lighting that it looks like shit. Like, what fucking exhausting thought process all of the time. And, like, yes, because I'm concerned about my self-confidence because of the perceived judgment of others, and also because I'm just judging myself and feeling that lack of confidence, that insecurity. And it fucking sucks. And here's the third thing that I want to say about acne that really kills me and what really hurts inside is that and I'm sure a lot of people feel this way as well. My acne does it's like it it's so not on brand for me. <laughs> Right, like I eat really healthy, I exercise, I have a good skincare routine. Well, maybe my new medical esthetician would be like, mm, "Bitch, not really." But to my perceived judgment of myself, I had a good skincare routine. I never fell asleep with makeup on. I wash my face every day. I use, you know, the the cleanser and the lotions and all of the things. Yet, I still had terrible acne, and it just. It was just like, this doesn't match my lifestyle. It doesn't match my actions. Why do I have this? I eat clean. I work out. I take care of myself. I drink water. I fucking sleep. Why do I have acne? It's not supposed to be like this. I'm 30 years old. When the fuck is this going to go away? So, so exhausting. I think all of these things combined just lead to exhaustion and stress, which encounter or I guess encounter is not really the right word, which in part can just probably lead to more acne. So those are the internal, like the three core internal things. And if I, I'm sure I'm missing some, and whatever I'm missing, if I can send me a message, let me know, what am, what am I, yeah, let me just ask you this right now, what am I missing? What am I missing that, you know, the adult acne internally kills you for and and why, okay? So those are the internal things. Let's talk about the external things. The external things are, number one, the perceived judgment of others thinking that I'm ugly. So, like, being concerned or hyper-concerned about the external world, what they think about me, and, uh, like, the, the the scripts. I call it the mental cinema. Like, the, the mental cinema, that's when I'm having a conversation with somebody and I'm making eye contact with them, I'm listening. But I may also be thinking they're probably judging my acne. So, like, at the same time that I'm trying to listen and I'm trying to be, you know, an active participant, and I, I'm also thinking that they're only thinking about my acne, which is making me think about it. So that's, like, something that I think about in the external world. Um, Other external things about acne, I maybe that's really just kind of the main one. Uh, I'll have to come back and see if I can think of more. But, that, like, that's definitely one. Or, like, other people, like, checking in on your skin. Like, there, there's a double... Uh, sided coin here where like you share your insecurities with like your mom or your bestie or whoever about your skin and then you see them and because they're kind and considerate and loving they're like hey how are things going with your how are things going with your skin journey you're like uh way for me to fucking crush myself because especially if things aren't looking good they're it's not good but on the other side of the coin when you see those people and they love, they love you, they care about you, and they remember if you're having a great skin day, it can be really affirming when that person says, your complexion looks really good, right? Like that just makes you feel good, even if you don't really believe them. Um, it still feels good. So I guess those are just some talking points. And so that's adult acne at a high level. I'm going to talk a little bit about my personal experience that I'm having literally right now with adult acne. And I know that a lot of other women are going through. So, about ten years ago, I had <laughs> a twenty-year-old adult acne, and I had tried a lot of different things. And I went to a dermatologist, and they prescribed me Retin-A. Uh, tretinoin was the prescription, and I remember taking it for six months. And at the end, around month six, my skin was flawless. It was beautiful, and like I could see all of my freckles. Like I used to have freckles as a kid. But as an adult, like I don't see them. But then when I did this medication, it's like, my, oh, my freckles came back. Like literally it changed my whole face. And I remember feeling so confident and so good. And then I went and I traveled abroad and I didn't get access to my medication because I was on the road for quite some time, six plus months. And when I came back, I tried to get on it again and my face like freaked the fuck out. I had something called perioral dermatitis. If you've ever had it, you know what it is. It's like a pimply nasty rash that like normally forms around the around your mouth and nose like specifically in the folds um on the side of your mouth you know like the pug area we're gonna call it the pug fold area that's typically where they and they kind of it looks like acne kind of like manifests itself as acne but it's not it's a like skin irritation rash to my understanding if i'm wrong fucking correct me because i'm not a fucking doctor okay so i got this thing And then I had to get prescribed antibiotics to make that thing go away. And then there's a lot of fear associated with that because everything I was reading online was like, oh, it's going to be a lifelong condition. It's going to flare up, this and that, blah, blah, blah. So after that, I just kind of did the whole natural skincare thing. And, like, my acne ebbed and flowed. Like, I never had these, like, full-fledged, like, really bad breakouts that were, um, like, absolutely, uh, like – keep-me-indoors vibes, you know what I'm talking about? Like on days where you're like, I don't want to fucking go out. Um, I wasn't – I never had like those days. So about seven months ago, I decided that I wanted to try tretinoin again because I was having – I just – like there's never been a time where my skin hasn't been not clear. It's never been bad, but there's always a t- – I, like, I always have a blemish or two or a blackhead or something. And so I'm like, I think I want to try this medication again. And I remember it being pretty painful, like physically, because acne hurts. That's also something I missed earlier. Acne fucking hurts. Sorry to digress and go back, but legit, that's another thing that fucking sucks about acne is it literally hurts. And you don't realize that throughout the day, you might be like micro aggro because your face hurts and pain causes discomfort, emotional and physical, obviously, And that's just something else. So I digress. All right. Circling back again. (laughs) Podcast ADHD on the spot. No planning. I wanted to tell you about the medication that I went on. So I went on the tretinoin. Um, I was prescribed it. I decided I wanted to do it again. And so I went on it. And this time I'm like, I don't want to go too fast and cause that perioral dermatitis shit that I got before. So I'm going to go low and slow. Okay. So The doctor, like they recommend that you start, you know, two to three times a week and then every week kind of work your way up until you're at um, seven days a week you're using the medication. Well, I wanted to like really scale that back. And I said, okay, for month one, I'm going to use it one time a week for four weeks. Month two, I'm going to use it two times a week for four weeks. So once I got to month seven, I was using it every day um, of the week for the full month. And let me fucking tell you, babe my skin every month got worse and worse and worse and worse to the point where I'm like, I have never, never had acne like this. Like raging, huge, painful cysts in like nonstop giant cysts, pustules, blackheads, texture. Like it was just like, this is never gonna fucking end. And I was getting so exhausted, but it was one of those things where it's like the time and effort. It's like, do I quit right before the finish line? And the fact of the matter is that you never fucking know where the finish line is. You never know when it's going to be there. It's like doing a hike in Washington State, where you're like, oh, the tree line—it's up, it's right up there—and then you get around the bend, and you're like, what the fuck? I got another two miles. Like, dude, that is exactly how it felt on this acne medication, and I just kept. Going, I just kept sticking with it because I'm like, I've put in the work. I've been so patient. I've been so persistent. I'm probably going to be almost there. And so I did that for seven months. And at month seven, when every time I look in the mirror, I'm like, I hate what I see. It didn't change the fact that like, I'm still confident. I still love myself. I still think that I'm beautiful and have so much to offer. But I still looked at my acne and said, that shit's fucking ugly obviously, right? And I just, it was consuming so much of my time and energy. I can't tell you how many days that I took. I'm not like 30 to 50 pictures of my skin in a day. And like, clearly this (laughs) leads into the fact that I, in association with my ADHD, I do have a little bit of OCD. Those two things are kind of like Siamese twins. Okay. So sometimes when you have one, you have the other and OCD manifests totally differently for different kinds of people with different Like different OCD manifests differently with everybody in ADHD. But for me, the repetitive act of looking at my skin, taking pictures, observing, seeing if there's improvements, blah, 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 it became obsessive and I couldn't stop. It was consuming my time and my energy and it was sucking me of my joy. So I decided I'm going to stop at month seven when my skin was at its absolute worst it's ever been. And I just felt hopeless. Like, I can't believe that I just wrecked my face for seven months. Like, I'm going to put before and after pictures on the podcast cover. Like, I couldn't believe that I just fucking took it, took it, took it like a whore for seven months, <laughs> and had no positive effects whatsoever. Like, I have hyperpigmentation. I still have these giant cyst and pustular cysts that just won't fucking go away, and I I just felt like I have no idea what to do. So I found this amazing girlie who lives in my apartment complex. She's a medical esthetician, and she's. I like messaged her. I'm like, babe, I'm your neighbor. Fucking help me, okay? She, I'm, her name's Michaela. She's fucking awesome. I'll tag her here if you're in the Scottsdale area. You should absolutely call her. She's a queen, and she brought me into her medical esthetician office. And let me tell you this: going in there, I had a lot of fear and shame because I'm like. I'm going to touch on this another episode about like being a makeup girly and trying, trying makeup and like participating in like the like feminine makeup uh, skincare culture. Like that's really not been me. I've been like a very minimalist tomboy for most of my life, and like going into these new realms, I, I often feel really uncomfortable and out of place. And being a beginner is is scary and it's intimidating and. Uh, Going to like a medical esthetician and getting like an evaluation of my skin, and her talking about medical grade products, and you know, spending upwards of like five to six hundred dollars on treatments and and uh, skincare products, so out of my comfort zone. But Michaela was so sweet; she made me feel so safe, and she was just so loving and empathetic. I felt like I was hanging out with a like a sister cousin, and I'm so grateful because she allowed me to still be me in her place and only suggest things for me that she really thought were going to be helpful and they were going to work. So now I'm on these medical grade products and she gave me this, I don't know, diamond facial or whatever. Like, who fucking knows? I'm like, babe, whatever you think. Like, let's just, let's just fucking try it because clearly what I'm doing isn't working. And there's something to be said that when I left there, I cried. I cried not because I was sad. I cried because I was proud of myself for being brave. For being brave, for trying something new, pushing out of my comfort zone, and being willing to accept defeat. Sometimes that can be the most liberating feeling ever. And just accepting what is and crying to let go of the girl who wanted to just, you know, be a minimalist and wash her face with dirt and honey and like... DIY products and like that girl of the past who was like really into that. I cried for her. I cried to let her go and to move on to this next phase and say, we're trying something new. We're evolving. We're not going to just continue with what's not working. We're going to we're going to look for solutions, even if it's difficult, even if it's uncomfortable, even if it requires change and challenges the status quo or the norm. We're going to push through that and that's going to hurt and that's going to be scary and you're going to come out on the other side and you're going to feel brave, okay? And so that's why I fucking cried. So it's been a few weeks now that I've been on these um, new products and I'll probably go in for another facial, but my skin still looks absolutely horrible and I think about it every single day and I, I don't really think that there's much more that I can touch on or talk about on this topic without it turning into a personal pity party of ranting But all I have to say is that if you have adult acne, you are absolutely not alone. And if you are looking for support, go on Instagram or TikTok and look up acne positivity. Because once I started finding these girlies that post about having adult acne and what it looks like to like do your makeup with textured skin and how to pose in different kinds of lighting. And there's like, there's literally dozens and dozens of accounts of these amazing fucking female creators that are just breaking down and shattering the walls and pushing through the, you know, that public narrative that, you know, acne means you're dirty and acne means you're ugly and it should be embarrassing and you should hide it. Like these women are braver than I could ever fucking be. And I have so much admiration and respect for them because they show up online with their you know, bad skin, quote unquote bad. They show up online with their acne and textured skin and they just take humiliation in the comment section. People are so fucking rude. It's like the rudest comments and then the most obnoxious advice and then the third bucket is like women who are like, fuck yeah, thank you for posting this. You make me feel better. I appreciate you, right? So these women, despite the fact that they are getting absolute hate, they continue to create this new positive narrative around skin and acne and self-confidence. And for those accounts, I am so grateful because you have been such a safe space for me as I've navigated this adult acne journey. And if you, too, struggle with adult acne, just know... You're absolutely not alone. There's a huge community out there on social that's there for you. I'm fucking here for you. I fucking love you. You are absolutely beautiful no matter what your skin looks like. And regardless of whether you feel that day like you are pretty or you are worth it, you fucking are every day, all the time. And I fucking love you. Sending you a big, huge hug. Bye-bye.